and that was Pink Panthers and a review of a uh, very late review Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings the latest Marvel uh, reboot well it's not a reboot it's, a, it's another um, character from the Marvel comic book universe and as we're seeing with Eternals these characters are getting smaller and smaller and smaller uh, got, got really good reviews uh, mainly for its portrayal of Asian culture um, so this says uh, Daniel, uh, Destin Daniel Cretton's, not doing that, yeah, Cretton um, is directing, but he's not really done anything major before this. Um, uh, it stars the one of the most acclaimed actors in Asian cinema, uh, Tony Long, who is a masterful actor in his 20 or 30 years career, probably 30 years. I've, he's really not been best on screen or equal best on screen. In too many films to even name, uh, he's one of the great actors I th I feel of the last thirty years. He starts here as a guy who, in ancient antiquity, uh, comes across the all-powerful Ten Rings. He wears them on his wrists, and it gives him immortality and enormous power. And he isn't portrayed as a good man. He's portrayed as somebody that conquers everyone around him. He in it moves through a few through a few thousand years. Um, to the modern era, where he discovers in the 1990s that there's this incredible magical village which he wants to basically plunder, and he can't find it. He tries to, and there's a woman in it. Who plays his wife? <clears throat> I'm not sure. Fala Chen as Ying Li. She guards this village, and he's all-powerful, and no one can defeat him, but he's got no truck with her at all. She manages to make short shift of him, uh, and he falls in love with her. Um, and they end up becoming a married couple, and he gives up the Ten Rings and has a child, two children, and um, backs away from his previous life of um, pretty bad dictatorial behaviour uh, in conquering the world, but his past comes back to bite him, leading to the death of his wife. Now, <clears throat> the children have long since um, vanished into the ether, and we join things in the modern era with um, Simu Li, Liu as uh, Shang-Chi, the main character. He's a busboy with Aquafina, parking rich people's cars in America, and um, due to some unhealthy altercations with villains, uh, we find out actually he's this um, son of the, the holder of the Ten Rings and has enormous fighting abilities and powers, much to his friend Aquafina's shock. Um, and he then realises that something's happening back in the homeland. Uh, he's been estranged from his father for many years uh, after his father sent him out to do a hit. Um, and uh, he never sort of forgave him or came back, and he's just been living a secret life. But things catch up with him too, and also his sister, uh, who's that? Menge Zhang, who's Zhu Zilang. It's his younger sister who he abandoned to take up this secret life, and she's left behind in China and runs a fighting ring, basically. And they're both highly trained because of her father. Uh, their father trained them from childhood to become these assassins and so on. Uh, and the father <coughs> then comes to back into the fold as he's, he's kind of revealed to be the, the guy that's guiding it all. And he thinks he can find their dead mother. And that's where the rest of the film progresses from. Um, it, 
it's an overrated film again. I think what happens with Marvel films is if you put a woman in the lead role or somebody who isn't white in the lead role, critics fall over themselves for the films and don't really judge them. I'll be honest, I thought the first half of this was surprisingly good. Very colourful, action-packed, lots of fighting, uh, fist-fighting sort of stuff. Really, really well done. Um, I thought that Aquafina and um, Simu Liu were very good in their respective roles, if a tad perfunctory. Um, I thought that they were, you know, they were very amiable characters, and I did like the whole sort of Asian culture aspect of the film as well. Um, I think the masterstroke here was the two early 2000s uh, alumni of some of the most prominent Southeast Asian films ever, which is um, Maggie, uh, Michelle Yeoh, not Maggie Chung, uh, Michelle Yeoh comes in halfway past, uh, stage and um, obviously one of the most prominent actors from that era in some of the most prominent often Oscar nominated Asian films and Tony Leung is a masterstroke he's so good in his role as this not very nice and very complex man as uh, he's, he's not quite the villain um, and I understand what he's doing isn't really that evil but he, he he's a misguided man but he's also been quite evil as well Brilliant characterization from Tony Leung. He brings all the gravity to the table. He is by far the best thing on screen. Where things go a bit awry for me is the second half of this film. Um, I thought it was building really, really well. Um, I kind of thought it was the law of diminishing returns as we progressed into this magical kingdom and it all became a big Technicolor battle. Where I it got a bit, tiny bit silly um and it didn't sort of have as much of an emotional impact as i'd hoped it was from the setup uh from tony lung and his dad and everything it was all a bit it felt low stakes a little bit um so um it is certainly a very engaging and amiable film and everyone's um reason ben kingsley comes back as a mandarin from iron man 3 uh and Again, sometimes he's good and sometimes I found him a bit cringe, to be honest. Um, so, I, yeah, I was in two minds. I thought, yeah, this is really actually surprisingly a very good film. But then it kind of started petering out and running on empty. And I didn't think the characters were, you know, that interesting by the end. They were certainly interesting when they were sort of goofing around in the first half of the film. But um, it all became a bit like an episode of Xena, Princess Warrior which some people might think is an enormous compliment, but a little bit low stakes. You know, I, I, I thought that it, it could have offered more uh, as it progressed towards its climax. It was a bit rote by that point. So um, it's a bit of a late review, but I'm going to give um, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which has got a ridiculous 90-odd percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm going to say 6.5 out of 10. Uh I, I kind of felt the same about Captain Marvel and uh, Black Panther, to be honest. I think that the they tend to overrate these films because they're not, you know, white Anglo-Saxon straight men playing the, the superhero and they lose their chips. But it's a middling effort from Marvel, six and a half out of ten.